welcome to another episode of the Film Cinema Movie Podcast. In this episode of the Film Cinema Movie Podcast, we are going to be talking about the movie which came out in 2019 known as The Hustlers. As always, my name is CP and let's begin. Let's be honest, we all have that list of movies that we all want to watch uh, when the trailer comes out, we are so excited about it. However, when actually the movie comes out, we are just can't make time to watch it. This is one of those movies. When the trailer came out, I was very excited for it. However, something happened, things happened, life happens and I couldn't watch the movie. However, suddenly the movie kept on coming in my uh, YouTube mentions and Facebook and all of that. So I just decided, why not? I have the time. So let's just watch this movie. Now, I'm a particular kind of a movie watcher. I like to do my homework before I watch a movie. I like to know what I'm signing up for. So while looking for information about this uh, film i came across the information that this movie which is which has been directed by lawrence kafaria is loosely based upon an 2015 article in the new york magazine by jessica pressler titled the hustlers at score and here's the inevitable spoiler warning you have been warned this story has been told as a series of narrations by the character of constance wu known as destiny this is actually based upon i mean the narration is actually done to the journalist or jessica pressler in the movie of course the director decides to tell the story from that point of view there is a narration and it's like the story is being told in flashbacks also one thing that i love in my movies is detail attention to detail so whenever in the flashbacks whenever the narration is going on or some omnipresent voice is telling the story that of destiny it sounds as if that voice is coming out of a chief recorder which actually belongs to the journalist jessica pressler the story is being told from the point of view of destiny she starts out as this new asian american girl in town new girl in the in this particular strip club and we get a peek into her life she is shown having the anxiety a performer's anxiety and then going on to the stage and doing her thing and after work going back home and you know her daily routine but there's something which i'm really impressed by is she is being exploited by her manager and other people in the sense that she is new in this this place particular place but the director refrains from making us feel bad for her making us feel sympathetic for her she does not want us to feel that this woman is in any way shape or form helpless or anything this is the way the this part of the story has been told it's like just when anybody goes into a new work environment and the kind of feelings that they get this is just that there is nothing to feel bad about this character and sooner or later she just gets out of her depth she does not have the techniques if you will to survive in this particular market as a result she starts losing clients losing money and her earning start going down that is until she comes across the character of ramona i mean we all have been in that position where in your workplace you are working at a particular job and there's someone else who is also doing the same job and they are so much i mean you see them working and you are so much impressed and inspired by them we all have had that situation no matter what we what we do there's somebody in that workplace who we aspire to be and whose work just mesmerizes her and that's how she comes across the character of jelo ramona and she ramona decides to take destiny under her wing and teach her the tricks of the trade 
then there's this particular scene where ramona is teaching destiny tricks of doing pole dance now this this particular scene made me appreciate jlo a lot more this is a scene which requires a lot of physical strength and endurance and stability and things like things of that kind which you don't expect to find in an actress who is north of 50 years old i mean we all appreciate tom cruise doing his own stunts it's about time we start appreciating jlo you might think yeah what it is like she's just doing pole dance but the kind of professional tricks that she does to show to destiny is she is able to do those kinds of things at that age is just uh, we can just sit here and appreciate in the first part of the in the act 1 of this movie there's also a cameo by cardi b who is whose character is just i mean very close to her actual real world self so she is also there teaching tricks of the trade to destiny and and all of that there's also other pop artists in here i've been told but since i am not that much into american pop so i only recognize jlo and cardi b and none of the others now all of these women are not necessarily in an advantageous position however the filmmaker does not want us to feel pity for them the filmmaker does not want to be sympathetic about these characters or feel bad about the what they do for their living on the contrary she shows that these characters are actually having fun doing what they do they not they are not essentially passionate about it but they also don't feel violated or helpless in any kind of way they are having their fun ramona is like a true master and destiny is like her apprentice she teaches her the moves of the trade the various things that you can do the various tricks if you will tips and tricks and also teaches her to judge the client depending upon their appearance and things like that their spending power she categorizes them into three categories their main clientele is the wall street brokers and how they like to spend money depending upon what position they are on and all of that it's it's very fun to watch there are also a lot of sequences of the wall street stock exchange and these people these clients working actually working doing their jobs which are these sequences look straight from wolf of wall street or any movie like that these kind of sequences are scattered evenly throughout the movie the first part of this movie is very much fun and joy and with the help of these strippers destiny is able to make a lot of money and she is having fun and all of that but nothing good lasts long so in 2008 as the financial crash happens a lot of these stock brokers who are the primary clients of of these women lose their jobs as a result they can't afford so much money on entertainment on this kind of entertainment so the clubs also start losing money in the meantime destiny also gets out of the game as she has a kid and she can't do this job anymore however after 3 years she is having problem with the father and they split up and she has to go back and find work now she tries to get into a different pathway you know to try to be an ideal mother for her daughter but she is not able to find any other job and she has to go back to the same place however the place is very it's not the place that she left this place is very empty the women here are russian and the expectations of the clients are not what she's used to these clients want these women to become physical with them which isn't the job of a stripper and she is disgusted by the demands of these men that's when she meets with ramona again 
this time in a different kind of setting so after the crash happened ramona also felt the effects of this as she also lost a lot of clients so she with her some other friends figured out a way what now they are going to actually fish i mean she tells she literally explains it like this they are going to fish for clients how she has a lot has a set of criteria of how to judge men like anybody can have a good suit but you got to look at their watches and boots and all of that it's very fun sequence to watch what they do is they go to a bar where these brokers or these wealthy people are hanging out and they start talking to them and then one of them actually one of these girls starts talking to them and then she tells the guy that okay my friends are coming okay my these are my friends or these are my colleagues or these are my sisters they are coming and they walk in they have have some fun they take a lot of they drink a lot and then drugs is also a very common uh, scene in this in this movie and then they decide to uh, go let's take this to a club so one of these women tell tell the guy that let's take this to a club and they go to the club they have got arrangements with the club so whatever the amount these guys spend these girls get a large percentage of that so they are literally bringing the business to the club and that's how they are making money since the crash however they they can't take this situation long enough because not all the guys have the money or not all the guys are into drugs so i mean they fail a lot of the time and that one failure costs them a lot so they need to figure out a way sure shot way to make more money this is when ramona comes up with a special mixture of drug that is harmless however it makes their job easy i mean there's a particular sequence where you might be mistaken that is this from like breaking bad where the create the drug you know that lab thing where putting it into the microwave and taking out the powder mixing it and all of that so that's there in the movie and so what they do is the trick is very same similar the i mean the thing is very same they just go to the bars and start fishing however when they start drinking they just put they don't take their drink but they put this drug into the guy's drink so he just becomes very mellow and just obeys them and then they take that to the club and start spending his credit card out and also not just that they not only spend the credit card out they just take the money like as when he is intoxicated they just ask him his social security number credit card and check and all of that and they just take this money out these sequences are really well done the sequence of one girls are talking up to this guy in the bar and then telling that okay my colleagues are coming and then jelo and her friends walking to walking into the bar ramp walking i must say with all of the grace of a lioness walking towards her prey then talking it up and having fun with the guy and loosening him him and putting it putting the drug into his drink and then doing whatever they do there's this sequence of a christmas midway through the movie where all of these women all of as they call sisters and family are together with all of their families and they're having fun and it's i mean shot as a very blissful thing the light is blasting there's very soft light they are all having fun they are exchanging presents expensive presents and all of that this sequence feels very much dreamy as i said blissful because it it is kind of the director's way of saying that these people have reached the pinnacle of their success and the only way now is down like any true entrepreneur they they become so successful that they need to start outsourcing the work now at first they take women that are 
qualified and who can handle themselves in these kind of situations however ramona starts getting greedy and she takes in women that are not cut out for this job or who are drug addicts or ex convicts and all of that so i mean she does not look at them that way she looks at them as friends who are who are in similar situations in which she once was and she just wants to help she is sort of like this mother figure or this alpha kind of figure who wants to help others other women in similar situations who can't help themselves and her intentions while her intentions are very noble her decision making is not so much which lets her down now this work that they do lasts for years on end they are able to do this thing without ever getting caught how well they use the stigma in the society that is there for women that for strippers or women that do these kinds of job they use that for their advantage now the men that they attack are actually alpha males they are men of power who have got a huge reputation to handle so if these men accept that they have been abated or they have been scammed by women so low in the eyes of the society and these men are so high up in the eyes of the society and if they accept that they have been scammed by these women they are they were fool enough to be scammed by these women who they look down upon then what would happen to their reputation so these men don't complain about this and also the fact that these some of these men are literally swimming in money so it's just a matter of uh, they don't even care however there's this particular guy who is really desperate in the sense that okay he does have the money but he is in a very bad kind of situation he has got more i mean he had a pretty rough time in his recent past and when these women rob him and do their thing with him he is so desperate that he does not have any answer to that he does not have any second option that he can do because he lost his job and all of that so he goes to the cops now whenever these guys after the night these guys used to call these women and tell them that how did this happen how did i lost so much money you you cheated me and all of that these women would just say that okay you had a lot of fun and you were tipping out of your mind and all of that so since these guys were intoxicated and don't remember anything of this that sort so they would yeah believe okay i think that was a wild night and i spent so much money however this guy is really this guy was really desperate so destiny isn't as ruthless as ramona and she tells him what happened and this guy being smart he records all of that and goes to the police and that's when this criminal empire starts crumbling that and also the fact that ramona had been hiring very unstable and women who are drug addicts who just opened their mouth in front of the cops and decided to sell out as i said the audio of this movie is very interesting because in sequences when narration is going on it seems as if the audio is coming out of a cheap recorder there's a particular scene when destiny forcefully stops the recorder and the sound just goes mute this is very intricate attention to detail which goes unnoticed however is very important to the storytelling now this role or the role of ramona is has been lauded as one of the best acting performances by jennifer lopez and i agree it's not only the fact that this role is very much physically demanding for a for a person for an actor who is on the wrong side of 40 she very well takes on this role and does the physical part of the thing the pole dancing and all of the tricks and all of that very well and she's very convincing and also the emotional part of things as well there are situations where she has to be vulnerable there are situations where she has to be powerful there are situations where she has to be confused and weak and all of that and jlo 
is mind blowing in this role she is able to portray all the colors of emotion in of this character and she truly is able to do justice to such an inspirational character now don't get me wrong i don't condone what they do for a living however i do applaud the ingenuity in the sense that they manage to do something or they manage to not to be dependent upon anybody else but do it themselves however way they might try to justify their acts these at the end of the day is intoxication these are scams they are doing something wrong and so there's also that part of the thing that as she started to earn the money these women started getting greedy and lose control of the situation also one more thing that i want to really appreciate about the director is or the film entire filmmaking crew is that they do not in any point of time objectify these women now when you are in kind this kind of situation telling the story of a stripper and all of that it's very easy to lose control and objectify these women and i mean there is certain ex- explicit situations however this no way shape or form is there been any kind of objectification which is very interesting because i think the reason for this might be the fact that this since this story is being told from the point of view of, of of a woman and also the article has been written from the point of view of a woman and the director is also a woman so they manage not to objectify these women there is no problem of the male gaze or anything of that these women the work they do it is very easy to become explicit with it however the way this has been portrayed the director the cinematographer everybody manages not to objectify this women not to degrade this women not to degrade this profession the work they do at the end of the day the hustle the quote unquote the hustle that they do isn't right however they do not degrade these people in any way shape or form it is portrayed like this is what they had to do because it's very easy when you're talking about women engaged in this kind of activity it is very easy to objectify and degrade these women and uh, show them as victims and all of that however in this movie they are not shown as victims in even in the early part when they didn't have the money they are shown as people who are engaged in an honest day of work it may be that the the work they do is looked down upon by the society however they are not you know what when you th- think about women doing this kind of jobs the idea is that she is helpless she does not have anything else that she can do she has to feed a family and all of that well there is this part also in in the beginning of this film however this is this isn't something that these women are forced to the, do this work due to the situation obviously the, to some degree they are but that isn't what this film is all about this film is able to show that these women are actually having fun doing what they do this might not be the something that they really want to do however they are not as helpless as you might think so it's very interesting this is a very new look in this kind of a film and i loved it and with this we have come to the very end of this episode of the films in my movie podcast it is that time where i give you my final two cents on the content that you're reviewing I rate it on a scale of watch it right now, watch it during the weekend, or watch it after a long, long time when you're really, really bored. And for the movie Hustlers, I am going to review it. I am going to give it the rating of 
watch it during the weekend this rating has nothing has nothing to do with the quality of the film or anything like that it's just that this isn't for everyone this isn't your typical movie night film to really appreciate this movie you have to be in a certain kind of a mindset and i feel that watching it during the weekend gives you that also fun fact this movie before it was actually released commercially released this was showcased in the toronto film festival in the tiff and it got a lot of appreciation from there so it is kind of an art house movie which has been liked by the audiences of a film festival so as a result this is not something it's not a mainstream commercial movie it's not your typical mission impossible or anything that's why as i said you can watch it in the weekend i have been cp this is the films and my movie podcast and i will see you very soon in the next episode of the films and my movie podcast until then bye bye and take care